0: Hey everyone, and welcome back to the 20 Minute Marketing Podcast, where we chat with industry experts on a weekly basis about all things marketing. Our past episodes include conversations around video, storytelling, building a brand, search intent, and lots more. So please feel free to have a scroll back through our previous episodes, and I'm sure you'll find something that you enjoy. My name is Liam and I'm the host of the show. I work at a company named Reach Interactive and we help businesses build relationships with customers via SMS marketing. If you have any feedback or questions on podcasting, SMS marketing or any of our topics, then I'd love for you to send me a connection request on LinkedIn, just search Liam Quinn and we can have a chat on there. So today's episode is number 54 of the show and I can't believe that it is also our first episode in December. I don't know where time has gone. It feels like Autumn has just blown right by us, but we've got four fantastic episodes to close out the year that I'm looking forward to sharing with you. So our guest today is Antoine Gagne, the CEO and founder at J7 Media, which is a Facebook ads agency in Montreal, Canada. So hey, Antoine, how's it going?
1: I'm doing awesome. Thanks for bringing me on your podcast, Liam. I appreciate that a lot.
0: Awesome. That's good to hear. So could you quickly tell us about yourself and J7 Media then, please?
1: Yeah. So like you mentioned, my name is Antoine and I uh, created and I founded J7 Media in 2012. And basically what we're doing, we are a Facebook advertising agency that helps online businesses going from growth to hyper growth. This is really our mission. And we have been able to help many great companies in the past few years. Right now, we manage close to $2 million a month in media spend uh, strictly on Facebook. So it's a very, very exciting time for us right now. And we, we have a lot of fun.
0: Awesome. Thanks for your intro. Antoine also hosts a podcast, Social Selling, which has a unique challenge because he records episodes in both English and French for his audience out in Quebec. And I can only just about handle our podcast in one language. So hats off to you, Antoine. Not quite sure how you do it, but all of your episodes are fantastic. Antoine actually kindly invited me to speak on the Social Selling Podcast a few weeks ago, where I spoke about podcast marketing and how we've launched this show, as well as talking about the benefits of SMS marketing for brands and how to optimize your campaigns. So I'll post the link to that episode in the show notes, and the podcast has some other great episodes too, if you want to check that out. But for now, we're going to be discussing Facebook advertising and how to run successful ad campaigns moving into 2021. So stay tuned. (laughs) All right, so let's talk Facebook ads, then I've got some really interesting questions that I'm looking forward to asking you, Antoine. So first of all, let's say that a business wants to allocate more of their marketing budget and focus towards Facebook ads. What are some of the things that they should be aware of and plan for?
1: Yeah, it's a very, very good question, Liam. So, first, just to make it even easier for people who are listening to the podcast today, we created a guide, a PDF guide for people who are listening. I think it's like 25 pages. It's really, really concrete. There's a lot of great information into it. And in this guide, you'll be able to know how you can launch your Facebook ads campaign and bring it to $1,000 a day on Facebook. So, I invite you to download this guide. I guess you will put this link in the episode's note, but I'm pretty sure that this guide will help you a lot. Now to go back to your question how people can allocate more budget on Facebook or where do you start when you're doing Facebook advertising? I think it's the first question that you need to ask is how did you market your product in the past, okay? Because Facebook is not necessarily a platform that will be for everyone we saw a lot of B2B companies that tried to do Facebook advertising. And sometimes that was quite hard for them. I'm not saying it's not working. I'm just saying you need a different approach when you're a B2B company and you want to advertise on Facebook. So I go back to my point. Remember, how did you market your company in the past on all these social media platforms? And maybe it will help you to see if Facebook is a great platform for you. So now let's say, for instance, that you add successful with organic posts on Instagram, organic posts on Facebook, uh, you have a great community on this platform and you're asking yourself, how can I bring this community? How can I bring this traction to another level? I think that's where you, Facebook can be a very great place to start when you already have a community on Facebook and when you already have a lot of traffic on your website. Okay. Because one of the great thing with Facebook advertising is what we call remarketing. Remarketing people who went on your website and didn't buy is a very, very interesting thing to do on Facebook. Also, uh, a thing that you will find in our guide that I just mentioned, we outline three specific strategies, three specific strategies that companies can use to really start on Facebook and scale their account. And the first strategy that becomes very, very interesting in 2020 and also in 2021, is what we call account simplification, okay? And I will make it very, very, very simple for people who are listening today. And I think like 2014, 2015, Facebook launched what we call the Facebook Pixel, okay? So basically, the Facebook Pixel is a snippet that you put on your website. And since you put it on your website, Facebook will know all the people who went on your web- website, all the people who bought products on your website, and also all the people who browse products on your website. So just because of this snippet, Facebook knows everything about people who went on your website. And slowly but surely with years, the pixel got more and more and more intelligent. The pixel became so smart with time. And in 2020, and especially in 2021, the pixel is now way smarter than any advertiser or anyone who's running ads on Facebook. So what it means, it means that now if you want to have success on Facebook, you need to simplify your account to not have a lot of campaigns in your account and let the pixel, find the people that you want to target, okay? What you can do with this uh, with this Facebook pixel, you can literally tell Facebook, Facebook, here's a campaign that I'm creating right now. I want you to find all the people that you think, all the people on Facebook that you think has a greater chance to buy my products. And then you tell that to Facebook and automatically by giving a broad, broad, broad audience to Facebook, the pixel will be able to find these people. You you know in the past, a lot of companies were doing small audiences, very targeted audiences to make sure that they are able to target the right clientele that they want. In 2020, and especially in 2021, this doesn't work that much anymore. Tell the pixel what you want. You want the pixel to generate the lead. You want the pixel to generate a purchase. You want a pixel to generate add to cart, and then launch your campaign. Put a, a good budget on it, and let the pixel does do do its job. And you'll see. And we explain that in the guide you will get way, way better results than you could have in the past. So I think simplifying the account, working with the pixel on Facebook, that will be a really great way to start if you want to advertise and allocate more budget on Facebook.
0: There was so much helpful information right there straight off the bat. I loved your answer and I think it was very helpful for people that might be new to Facebook ads, but also for any listeners that might have tried running Facebook ads here and there in the past. But they've taken more of a traditional approach, like you mentioned, by trying to build out their audience manually. One thing to add too is that setting up a Facebook pixel is super easy. There's lots of articles online that will give you a step-by-step guide. The way that I did it was through Google Tag Manager, which if you aren't already using, I would highly recommend. Because it's really easy and it means that you don't have to bother your dev team too. You can just go in there and set up your pixel and then it'll all start working. Just before we move on to my next question, I will share a link to the guide that Antoine mentioned in our show notes and on our website too. And then of course, if you're having trouble finding it, then give either one of us a quick shout and we'll be able to send you the link too. So my second question is all about campaign types. What type of campaigns do you think are most likely to be successful when running Facebook ads? For example, video ads, lead ads, or maybe carousel ads? Yeah, this is
1: a very good question again. So I think when we're talking about what kind of campaigns Are working better or working well, you really need to see and to understand the structure that you need to build in your account. For instance, uh, when you're doing a remarketing campaign, you will not necessarily have the same content that when you're running a campaign on an audience that do not know you. Okay. So it's actually the second point in our guide. We call that structuring your campaigns like you're structuring a funnel. Okay. As simple as that. So for people who are listening today, I think they need to see and they need to visualize one thing, see your Facebook campaign as three things. Campaigns on top of the funnel, so literally people on Facebook that do not know your brand. People in the middle of the funnel, so basically maybe people who engage with your post in the past, engage with your content in the past, commented on your ads, went a bit on your website, and people at the bottom of the funnel, which is literally someone who added the cart on your website, someone who almost bought, someone who filled out the form on your website, but didn't go to this call to disappointment with your sales rep, these people are really at the bottom of the funnel. So people really need to see their account as top of the funnel, middle of the funnel, and bottom of the funnel. Now, from the moment, we have this kind of structure in place. To go back to your questions, how do we create great ads? What kind of audiences are we going to use? What are the best practices? So In the guide that we did, one thing that I find very interesting, and I will tell that with the audience today, first, when you're talking to the top of the funnel, so people who do not know your brand, one of the best audiences to use is what we do call lookalike audiences, okay? So what is lookalike audiences for people who are listening today? Lookalike audiences is basically you take what we call... Let's say a list of customers. Okay, let's say you take a list of customers that you have, you import this list of customers on Facebook, and then you tell Facebook, Facebook, can you create an audience of 200,000 people, 1 million people, 2 million people that have similar interests to the list that I just provided to you? And then again, Facebook is so smart. Just because you gave Facebook a great, great list, they will create a great audience for you. So when you're at the top of the funnel, you need and you should use these lookalike audiences. Another thing now, if we talk in terms of creative, 15 seconds videos, okay, literally 15 seconds videos are the way to go right now. Facebook did so many research in the past, one minute video, two minute video, 45 seconds video, and nothing has beaten 15 seconds video. When we're doing top of the funnel campaign, we always use this kind of strategy. Lookalike audiences with 15 seconds video, that's where it's working very, uh, very well. After that, let's say we go at the middle of the funnel. What we like to do is to use a lot of what we call UGC content. So user-generated content. We need to realize one thing. People are tired of getting ads on their face all day long, okay? We are going on our Instagram feed, Facebook feed, Google, whatever. We're always targeted by so many so many companies, so many advertisers. So you as a marketer, as an advertiser, you you need to rethink. You need to rethink a little bit how you create your campaigns. And at the middle of the funnel, when you create UGC, so basically user-generated content, it's so powerful because people, when they see these ads, they don't even realize that it's an ad. They don't even realize that it's an ad because we're using content from another customer. So let's say for instance, that you're selling, I don't know, uh, gifts for kids. This is your company. You're selling gifts for kids and you have a picture of your kid using this GIF, and then you put it on Instagram, the company can take this picture and use it as an ad. So these kind of campaign on the middle middle of the funnel works very well. Testimonial also at the middle of the funnel works very, very well. And then when we go at the bottom of the funnel, let's say you're an e-commerce owner. So I know a lot of people who are listening to your show and you're working with can be e-commerce owners. The best type of campaigns or what we call dynamic product ads. So basically dynamic product ads, what it is, this is People, let's say you go on your website, you're an e-commerce owner, they look at one specific product, and then this product will be on Instagram, on Facebook for a couple of weeks. This specific product. This is a structure that you need to do in your Facebook ads account to create this, this kind of dynamic product ads campaign. And this is so powerful at the bottom of the funnel. So to make it simple, visualize your account like a funnel, top of the funnel, middle of the funnel, and bottom of the funnel. Looking like audiences on top, uh, with videos after that. UGC content in the middle of the funnel works very well. And then at the bottom of the funnel, dynamic product ads is the way to go.
0: Yeah, that was another great answer. And I think it will definitely help listeners to structure their campaigns and really target prospective customers in the right way with the right type of content, depending on their position in the funnel. One point that you made too, that really stands out is that it's no surprise that short form 15 second videos are the most successful format right now. We've recently had the new introduction of fleets on Twitter, as well as LinkedIn stories. So when you combine that with Instagram and Facebook stories and TikTok, the majority of our consumption now is 15-second short-form videos across all social platforms. You
1: know, people want want, want to consume short content now. And if you're able as a company to create this kind of short video content,
0: that's where you're going to bring your company to another level. Completely agree. So my next question focuses on ad spend and if you have any recommendations for how much businesses should be investing on a daily or monthly basis. One example that I can share is that I launched a music discovery blog as a hobby over the summer and I've thrown some loose change into Facebook ads. I'm talking five or ten pounds on a few solo campaigns. And to be honest, the results were not as good as I expected in terms of actual impressions and clicks compared with the projected results. So I was wondering if that's because I need to be spending more in order for Facebook to really learn who my audience is and maybe push my campaigns further.
1: Yeah, I think I think again it's 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 a great question to ask. I think the the good way to answer this question is to just go back to what kind of objective that you want to achieve. What what are your goals, okay? So let's say maybe with your blog, your goal is to have more people who can consume the content and then go to your blog. But at the end of the day, you don't necessarily have a goal of monetizing everything you're doing. So here at some point, don't spend that much money because it will be very hard to get your money back. Now, for instance, if we take again, an online business, an e-commerce store, or someone who wants to generate leads, usually these companies will have a goal to achieve. They will have a goal to achieve. So let's say we take a company, e-commerce owner, they want to generate, I don't know, uh, a million bucks this month in revenue, okay? They want to generate a million bucks this month in revenue. They are doing so many other marketing uh, initiative. It's working well, and now they want to test Facebook ads. So they start let's say they start with $100 a day or £100 a day. Okay, They launch these campaigns and then they see that every time they invest $100 or £100, they're getting $500 back. So every time they they put $1 on the platform, they get $5 back, which is something that you can have when you're advertising on Facebook and your setup has been done correctly with the pixel like we mentioned earlier. So now we are in front of A $5, you know, every time you invest $1, you're making $5 back. It looks like it's interesting. So from there, you're able to ask yourself, okay, so basically if it's $100 a day, at the end of the month, it will be $3,000. And if these returns stay, I'll make $15,000. What about I bring that to $1,000 a day? So now you bring it to $1,000 a day. One thing for sure, and it's very important for people who are listening today, The more you scale on Facebook, the more you scale on Facebook, automatically, you will not necessarily have the same return that you had when you were at a smaller scale. It's impossible because at the end of the day, there is a limit of people who are willing to buy your products, okay? So it's really, really rare that you can have the same ratio from $100 a day to $1,000 a day, okay? So the good answer to your question is look at the kind of revenue that you want to generate. Test, start with a small budget. Look at the return that you're getting. And from there, start to scale. But now, if we want to scale, it's important to know one thing. Scaling on Facebook needs to be done slowly. And this is literally the third point in our guide, what we call pace budgeting. So pace budgeting, and we have really, really good examples that we show there, is, again, I told you about the pixel. The pixel is really smart. Everything goes with the pixel when you're running campaigns. But also, the pixel doesn't like to be shaped that much. Okay, so let's say if you have a campaign at $100 a day, and it's working well, and the pixel is able to give you a five to one return. And now you're telling this campaign, okay, go to $1,000 a day. No, you cannot do that. You cannot change this campaign rapidly in 24 hours and 10x your campaigns. The pixel will not understand and automatically your return will go south, and you will not make the same amount of money that you were doing before. What you need to do is what we do call pace budgeting. So let's say you have the objective to bring your campaign to $1,000 a day and you're investing right now $100 $100 a day on the platform, increase your budget by 20%. So let's say you go from 100 $120. $120. And then you see the kind of result that you're getting. If it's working well after 48 hours, okay, let's give it another 20%. And then another 20%. And then you understand the process. Okay, So you scale slowly. We have really great examples, like I said, in the guide explaining this kind of pace budgeting. And this is the way to go if you want
0: to scale your uh, your budget on Facebook. Yeah, some really great tips there on how to scale up and slowly increase your budget. I really enjoyed this episode because I've been able to sort of sit back and just take in all of your answers and and they do come sort of step by step in a well-structured guide format. So let's close out the main section with one more question. And that is, have you seen a change in the type of ads that businesses are running due to the pandemic? And what do you think will change as we move into 2021?
1: Yeah. Uh, one of the things for sure that happened during March, April, and May uh, was about the CPM. So CPM for people who are listening today is the cost to reach, uh, the cost to generate 1,000 impression with your ads. Okay. So how much it costs to make sure that your message will be seen 1,000 times. The CPM w- went two to three times down just because so many businesses were closed, okay? And it's not even it's not only in England, it's not only in Canada, it, it was everywhere in the world, okay? So since so many businesses were closed, there were less advertisers on the platform. And Facebook works with a bid auction. So, okay, so if there is more advertisers on the platform, automatically, it will be more expensive to advertise. And at that time, the CPN went down, And online businesses and e-commerce went all in. They went all in because retail stores, they were closed. They were like, okay, people will need to buy stuff. Where are they going to buy it? They will buy it online and retail stores do not advertise right now. So there is more space for us. So smart e-commerce owners, smart online businesses owners, they went all in on the platform since the CPM went down and then they saw tremendous results, tremendous returns, just because of this arbitrage that happened between March and May. So this is a big, big thing that happened this year. And I would not be surprised that in the next couple of weeks, just after Black Friday, we see something similar to that because so many countries are in lockdown right now. Now we will not see that for Black Friday because there is so many competitors right now on the platform trying to win the bid, trying to make sure they get they can get more return than their competitor. But after this big, big period, I would not be surprised that we see the CPM going down again, just because like I said, so many businesses needs to be closed. Like I don't know in England right now, but here in Canada, restaurants are closed. And most of the businesses that you will see a lot of people in the same place are closed. So at the end of the day, it creates more opportunities for other companies.
0: Yeah, that's really interesting. And it's pretty similar over here with strict lockdown measures on places like restaurants, bars, cinemas, etc. So we may see a decrease in CPM in December too, which is great timing for anyone that is listening to this episode. And hopefully it will provide people with a bit of an incentive to maybe download your guide, learn some more about Facebook ad strategy, and maybe get something in place before the end of the year. So we're going to close out the main section on Facebook ads right here. And I'll be asking Antoine two quick questions to close out. So we're going to close out the episode with two quick questions that I ask to all of our guests before we wrap up, and I try to keep them a bit lighthearted and fun, and more towards our guests' career and some of their achievements. So the first one is: Do you have a fun or memorable story that stands out when you look back on your career? It could be something funny, cringeworthy, inspirational, or a little bit crazy. I think it's a it's a mix of all these three
1: things: fun, funny, and I guess inspirational. In the summer of two thousand eighteen. I had a partner previously in my company, and then we decided to go in different ways. And I bought his shares in the company. And I remember this guy; his name is Christopher. Decided to go live in Asia. And now, just so people can understand, we live in Canada, in North America. So you know, Asia—it's—it's—it's it's, <laughs> it's really far away. I'm not sure I will even see him again. And then his flight was like in a couple of hours. We've been negotiating for so many weeks, but then we were unable to necessarily find a deal. And then at the end, we went to a restaurant, we talk, we talk, we talk. And then his flight was like two or three hours away. I prepared all the contracts and we finally got a deal. And this removed so much pressure on my shoulder to just being able to get the company, being in charge a hundred percent, give him the check. And then it took the, the plane a couple of hours after. And this is, I guess, one of the most memorable memory that I got because it was such a long process to just finish this negotiation. So when this happened it helped me a lot. I remember I went to get a beer after just to relax it was um, it was a great moment.
0: Yeah, that definitely sounds like a really interesting time for you but great news that you were able to get things resolved and take full control. My final question is do you have a favorite resource that you think might help listeners with their daily tasks? Yeah. So since
1: we're talking about marketing today, uh, one of the things that I really like is what Digital Marketer does. So digitalmarketer.com, I think they are killing it. They are the leaders in marketing. They have an amazing newsletter called DM Insider, providing great tips every week. I'm also a subscriber to their monthly platform, which is completely amazing. So for people who want to improve their marketing skills, Digital Marketer is literally the, the way to go.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. Thanks for sharing that with us. So we're going to wrap up the episode right here. Thanks for joining us, Antoine, and sharing some great insights. My pleasure, Liam. Thanks for inviting me today. You're welcome. It's been really great. And thanks for giving it be time to be with us again. So I'll drop the URL link to the J7 Media Facebook ads guide in our show notes. So be sure to check that out. I know there are lots of great tips in there that will be able to help you with your future campaigns. And thanks for listening to the show. We'll be back next week with a new episode that I cannot wait to share with you. Uh, We have a great guest lined up, so we'll see you soon for that one.